This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We're bringing thousands of bottles of water, Trump water, actually, most of it. Uh, some of it, we had to go to a much lesser quality water. You want to get those Trump bottles, I think, more than anybody else. But we're bringing a lot of water, thousands of bottles, and we have it in trucks, and we brought some on my plane today. But to that end, I'm pleased to announce that we've helped coordinate the delivery of the water and bottled water as uh, well as the tractor trailers full of it. We have big tractor trailers full of water. I think you're going to have plenty of water for a long time, maybe. The guy's just so gross. He really is. I mean, you're talking about Trump water, branded Trump water. Uh, and, and by the way, he's such a hypocrite, too, talking about attacking Joe Biden while Joe Biden is going, you know, risking his life fighting for Western democracy, something he doesn't give a damn about, something, you know, when you have a guy that talks about suspending the Constitution, uh, 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 it's just absolutely insane. And by the way, where was that guy when there were were disasters, when there were train disasters, when he was president of the United States? Exactly. I never saw him out. I never saw him out. Where was he? Why, Why did he decide to go here? Well, he did go throw paper towels at people at one point. Former President Donald Trump bringing Trump water with him on a visit to East Palestine, Ohio yesterday. That's where the Norfolk Southern train derailed and spilled toxic chemicals. Trump spent his time criticizing President Biden's handling of the crisis and said he had a stronger working relationship with FEMA when he was in power. Trump also claimed without evidence that the Biden administration only directed more resources to East Palestine because Trump announced a, that he's just a lie. visiting the just area. A liar. FEMA said uh, specifically this doesn't meet the criteria and uh, that's horrible and somebody has to do something for those people, I said back. When I announced that I was coming, they changed their tune. It was an amazing phenomena. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is set to visit East Palestine today. This is his first trip to the area since the derailment happened. And you would understand the inner workings of this better than anyone on the panel, that the president may make a visit, but in a case like this to East Palestine, he would send a cabinet official first and perhaps Buttigieg should have been there sooner, but the president may well go there to Ohio as well. Yeah, that, that's right, Willie. I mean, typically there's an order of events, as you said here, and it may have been that it was too early for him to go before the trip, and there was a sequencing where certain cabinet officials should go first. There's no question there would, it would have been a little bit easier for them optically if uh, Secretary Buttigieg had gone a little bit earlier. I believe the EPA administrator has been there, and of course yes. FEMA. But what's also true, and you know, in moments like this, it's a little bit of a case study as I was watching this all ha- happen yesterday, of what the White House is going to do and how they're going to handle 
handle it when Trump attacks Biden because they they don't want to elevate Trump, right? They don't even know for sure he'll be the nominee, even though I bet at this point he will be. But what they did yesterday was kind of interesting because they didn't just ignore it. They punched back substantively, which that may not make a difference in the Ohio coverage of Trump's visit. But they basically made the case that the Trump administration, they pushed for deregulation that made it so that faster breaks were not in place. And the Republicans in the House were, uh, supported defunding cleanup. So it is a substantive argument, which is sometimes harder to break through. But it was interesting to see that they didn't just sit back and let it happen. They punched back. And we'll see how that kind of plays out as Trump does this more in the months ahead. Obviously, Willie, there's a lot of work to do in East Palestine, and I think Trump's gesturing with his branding and his water aside. Uh, the transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, did make it clear that he should have gone there sooner. And let's just put put a pin on that. He should have gone there sooner, and the White House should have done a better job, even though they were in a major transatlantic moment dealing with the future of the safety of the world. The people of East Palestine uh, need to feel seen and heard. And I think that Pete Buttigieg is taking it on board that he needs to go there and do that. Um, these are people who right now are very uncertain about their health and the future of their town. And um, it is definitely a little bit of a bump for the White House to not make sure they shined a big light on what was happening there. And hopefully in the weeks, days and weeks to come, they'll be able to do that because it's frightening for those people to see dead fish in the rivers and yeah. to not be able to run water. I mean, whether the EPA testing is coming it back clean or not. I mean, I covered 9-11 and I covered the air after 9-11 and all the different things that happened down the road because of the air coming out of the pit. You don't really know what's happening in, in, in East Palestine. You don't really understand and what's and, happening and, 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 and you won't, won't for a long yeah, time. We won't. We won't for some time. No, I mean, there's no question about it. And these assurances, I probably feel a little bit hollow to the people who actually live there and have to have, send their yeah. children back into those houses and play in those yards and, and drink all that water. Um, Jonathan Lemire, Jen's right, the EPA has been there. The EPA administrator's been there for several days on the ground. But it sends a signal of the importance of it if you send someone like Secretary Buttigieg and perhaps the president down the road that, yes, we are focused on this and we will be here for the long haul. Yeah, Buttigieg going today now uh, at last. And they, as just noted, they're definitely acknowledged he should have been there sooner. Uh, there's no presidential trip scheduled yet uh, to Ohio. That certainly could change whether the president or the vice president go in a, in a week or two is certainly uh, possible. Um, but I think that White House aides have signaled to me yesterday, they recognize this is the storyline that's not going away, that there are going to be, to me, point, potentially ill health effects, not just in the weeks and months ahead, okay. but maybe years ahead. And that's going to be. Okay. 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 I've heard enough. Uh, I just want to deconstruct that for you. All they're talking about, it's all total misdirection play. Uh, number one, Trump was the forcing function that forced all the action, right? Along with coverage of, 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 and people like J.D. Vance getting involved in coverage of so much of the citizen journalists that have been out there getting this done. Um, they're talking about guys going and people going and EPA director going and people. This is all performance. It's not about people going. Trump forced the function was the forcing function, and it's not about the misdirection plan, the derailment. Yes, the derailment's an issue, and that'll all be dealt with. It is about once again the burn pits, and it's about the controlled release and the uncontrolled burn, and who authorized it. 
and we know that the EPA was 14 or 15 or 16 or 20 days late in calling for a unified command, which by federal law, they have Joe Biden is responsible for this by federal law. What happened in the tanks and the clearing of the tanks and the clearing of the track, that is the main thing. Always remember, the main thing is the main thing. And they were always trying to spin you with all this performative, well, he should have gone, that should have gone, they should have gone. And Buttigieg, the story in Politico today has Buttigieg whining, you know, his team is whining, and he's saying, hey, I did 23 interviews and nobody asked me. That's not your job is just responding to the softball mainstream media who's never going to ask you tough questions, dude. He's wandering around out there today. We're going to get, hopefully, Savannah Hernandez is out there. we got Ed and Karen. John Fredericks is covering a hearing in Pennsylvania at the legislature. It's Thursday, 23 February, the year of 2023, the eve of the first year of uh, the kickoff of the Third World War. Yes, that would be the Ukraine war. We're going to get into all of that. We've got Brat. Uh, we are packed for the next two hours. But always keep here we focus on the main thing, not, not side issues. And they're trying to dance around who should have gone, what they should have done, what photo op we should have had. No. We're going to get to the bottom of this, and I think criminal charges. I want to bring in Charlie Burnham, Burnham. He's out there, and Charlie was recommended to us by Jeff Clark. And Jeff's done such a great job on, on the legal aspects of this. And, and Charlie, walk me through right now. You've got a lot of people uh, spinning stuff. You've got a lot of people you know, hand-waving. Uh, the EPA administrator, as you see it, the President Biden, the administrative uh, EPA administrator, have exclusive by federal law, ha- ha- have exclusive authorization. It's their responsibility. The buck stops with Biden. He can deputize EPA, which he's done for a with an executive order. But walk me through who's responsible. You see MSNBC, they're, they're talking about train derailments and they got they're blaming this guy for Trump. But EPA has been there for a couple of days. Walk, walk me through what the reality is. That's right. Um, That is right. The ultimate responsibility uh, rests with the federal government. And you asked about, you know, you alluded a moment ago to the criminal possibilities here. And I think those possibilities are uh, very real. Um, Both the Clean Water Act and the Clean Air Act could potentially apply uh, to this situation. And an interesting thing about those two statutes is they have provisions to impose criminal liability, including prison time, based on a simple uh, negligence standard. Uh, Most criminal statutes require some kind of proof of uh, intentional wrongdoing. Environmental crimes uh, aren't like that. And so if the evidence should emerge, and there are several lawsuits that are uh, making this exact allegation that North Norfolk Southern or others were negligent in their handling of the wreck and its aftermath, uh, criminal investigations and charges could be a real possibility. But 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 Charlie, we should assume that uh, corporate actors are not going to act in the best interest of the community. They're going to act in the best interest of shareholders. So and, and, and I know they maneuvered this and they've been called a bad actor and, and Shapiro now says they broke away from the unified command. But isn't the primary line of responsibility and what we have to get to the bottom to is when Norfolk Southern uh, uh, notified, I think at 2353 or 2253 on that Friday night, the National mm-hmm. Response Center. By federal law, things go – it's supposed to kick in. You're supposed to have an on-scene commander. EPA – we have EPA on the record at 2 o'clock in the morning. The next day, uh, actually uh, took took responsibility for this. Isn't it still the EPA? It's Regan and up to Biden. 
because they're in charge, and not the local fire chief. I mean, they're trying to throw everybody on the bus here. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm the first one to say that, hey, we should impanel a criminal grand jury on the Nor- Norfolk Southern situation. But I just want to make sure we're precise. By federal law right now, it is the EPA and Joe Biden that are responsible for this and have been responsible since they were notified uh, at the National Response Center uh, on that Friday night, early Saturday morning on the 3rd or the 4th, correct? Oh, for sure. Absolutely right. And there's good reasons why the responsibility should rest exactly with the federal government. Uh, as you stated, um, private corporations have their own incentives that aren't necessarily aligned with the public welfare. And as for the local fire chief, uh, it, it defies not only law, but I think common sense that this decision would rest with him. This is highly sophisticated equipment, highly dangerous Sir, chemicals that yes. that someone in his position, yes. as highly skilled though he uh, certainly is, uh, would not have the proper training on uh, to make that call. The EPA is in the best position to do that, for sure. Charlie, just hang here for one second. I've got uh, Ed Henry sure. and, and Karen on. Um, Ed and Karen, you guys have been there for a couple of days. Morning Joe is saying that what Trump did is all performative, right? Just totally performative. Uh, and it's Come just on. there to embarrass yeah. Biden. Can we can we get your assessment? We got about a minute and a half. You guys just roll. But to tell me, is it was it performative or is President I'm Trump say two quick a forcing things. function for action? It was real. Yep. It was action. It was leadership. Give me a break. These guys who say this BS, come to East Palestine. He, before he even got here, forced the FEMA's hand and had them open up the checkbook. This is a town of only 5,000 people, and you had probably a quarter of the town that came out to see this man come here because everybody else has abandoned them. And we heard that over and over and again is my kids are affected. My family is affected. We don't know what the long term risks are and nobody's helping us. And here you're now criticizing the only person who showed up for the people of East Palestine because you don't like him. Yeah, And Steve, this is the site of two things. There's a creek behind us. And they are shooting the water out, putting it through a filter so that hopefully it will be clean from the chemicals that the Biden administration has ignored. Where's AOC and all the environmental eco-terrorists out there who want to talk about it? They're not here. Uh, but my point is it's a site of two things, of the creek where they're trying to clean it up and maybe the place, the spot where Donald Trump was standing right here yesterday where he may have saved his 2024 campaign, showed leadership. And what did he do? He went back to 1516, the forgotten man and woman. This is Trump country. Men and women have come on our morning show for the last two days and said, nobody in Washington gives a damn about us. Where have we heard that before? 1516, the Democrats, the rhinos like McConnell, they don't care about these people. Donald Trump does. Ed Henry and Karen Turk right after the break from East Palestine. Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king because it's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. 
Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, why did it take you an entire two and a half weeks to actually get here to respond to East Palestine? Will you apologize to the residents of this city for for the, the, the slow response, to the government's slow response? Do you have any apology? I'm this press person. I can help you. Sure, I'm, I'm sure, sure, sure. So can, can, can we ask why it took him almost three weeks to get here? I'm sorry, I don't want to do this on camera. What was his personal time off while there was a tragedy happening here? And can we also ask, too, why it, uh, you know, he waited until President Donald Trump came here to actually make an appearance. This is a very important question that people across America would like to know. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I do not want to be on camera. Uh, well, please put the cameras away. I'm sorry, we're on a public area, uh, so we are allowed as press. I, you guys, I would like you guys to turn that's, the cameras off. That's, that's the intrepid Savannah Hernandez. She's been uh, working with Ben Burkwam. That's pure Ben Burkwam right there. Savannah, great job. Savannah is out now trying to track him down. Ed and Karen, here's what I don't understand. Why is Savannah Hernandez harassing Pete Buttigieg? Wasn't he on the way to Morning Sunrise? He was the main guest. He's going to be the main guest on your show this morning, correct? <laughs> he never made it. He never showed up, just like the Biden administration left the people here abandoned and he didn't show up. You know, I It covered, took Donald Trump to get him to show up. You know, Steve, you know, I covered a lot of White Houses, a Democrat, Republican, where there's a hurricane down in Florida. They'd run down there and help people show they care. I never thought I'd beat an American president to a natural disaster. And that's what Karen and I did. And, it, and, and Savannah and other people that have had the guts to actually come here. A lot of the mainstream media has not been here. They've maybe done a quick drive by uh, and not talk to real people. I want to make another important point, which is someone who did come on American Sunrise a couple days ago, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer. You know him well. Uh, he made a point a couple days ago that it Ronald Reagan scared the Soviets when he fired the air traffic controllers. When he showed strength on the Amen. domestic side, then they were scared, then they were forced to the table. Jimmy Carter, right? Uh, why were the Iranians moving in on the embassy? Because they smelled weakness from this man. Uh, and, and I think the same is happening. Our friend Harry said, our producer sent us this note right before he came on with you, and you might, be, I might have already mentioned it. U.S. sending up to 200 more troops. I think Fox has a story. 200 more troops to Taiwan as China tensions grow. If you listen to Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer in the same principle, the Chinese, the Russians, they're watching Biden's disaster on the domestic front, not helping his own people in Ohio, being embarrassed and shamed into sending Mayor Pete by one Donald J. Trump. And now the Chinese tensions are growing in Taiwan and other places 
because none of these leaders fear Biden. They all see for, with their own eyes what the mainstream media is blind to or looks the other way on, Karen, which is that he's weak, not just on the world stage. Biden's not even showing up for these forgotten men and women. And so the Chinese, the Russians, they're going to do whatever the hell they want. Well, we still don't have answers about COVID, speaking of Chinese. And we still don't have answers yeah. about the derailments and what's being caused. And the Democrats are already shifting the narrative, trying to blame Donald Trump yet again, saying that deregulation is somehow at fault for these horrible accidents that now, you know, are inspiring this cleanup. But would there be this cleanup? If Donald Trump wasn't coming to town, talk about theatrics. He forced their hand. Forced their hand. I'm not okay. saying these people but aren't doing a, a good job. Workers and they're blowing the water out of one side to the other to I clean mean, it. They weren't doing that before Trump was here. No. That's the question I've got. You see a lot of activity now. CNN's got guys are all in creeks. Everybody's doing everything. You got air quality people running around. You know, Josh Shapiro comes and DeWine comes on Monday, and they're like in people's houses serving tea and scrubbing down the stove. Uh, it, none of that happened. Uh, n- this, this town had been abandoned until Trump announced he was coming and then the action of him coming. Now it's all hands on deck, correct? That's right. It seems that way. And I just think the people of this town deserve questions. They deserve to know what are they doing to the water that they're pumping back here. You know, a lot of these chemicals, when you start to do just even a little research on them, aren't removed in very traditional ways. And is this going to be enough? And what's the impact on their children and their children's children? And this town for years and decades to come, nobody knows. Trump gets the credit. They were not all hands on deck. You're right. FEMA wasn't writing checks. Uh, they, they They were telling people, go to a hotel if you want to leave your house. We might reimburse you keep the receipt that's it's it's bunk hats off to donald trump but also hats off to senator jd vance he took some time to talk to us yesterday and what he said steve is we've been talking to real americans here who their kids have rashes uh, their pets have been getting sick some pets have been dying thankfully we haven't heard about the loss of human life but what jd vance made the point was he said look ed it's not that people are picking up some tap water and dropping dead thankfully it's What's going to happen six months from now? What happens, Steve, two years from now? Because of the neglect from Biden, DeWine, and others, it's the long-term impact. It's like the 9-11 uh, first responders who went yep. to go to the pile at Ground Zero, help their fellow Americans, and then they wind up with cancer. They wind up with these post-9-11 diseases that, again... The government denied and wouldn't listen to them about, and then they dropped dead. It's a great comparison, and and a lot of the real Americans here were talking about they were laying tracks. The train company came and laid tracks before they cleaned up the soil underneath. So what's going to happen to that soil now? It's just going to sit there until it permeates the the water supply? And who cares about the people on the ground? And we've we've already seen there's lawyers running around more than the federal government is. We met one of the lawyers yesterday. She had a clipboard uh, to get information. Now, on one hand, she might be helping some of these people. On the other hand, you know what the trial lawyers do they're going to come in here and file lawsuits right they want to make money off of these people more litigation right but i've seen more lawyers here than i've seen biden officials how about that last thing i know you guys got to bounce but just put us in the room what is the feel of when you see the creeks when you have the smell out there when you see the houses what's the general feel of the place is 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 the feel that hey we got a serious ecological problem and we're going to need serious people here for the long term because this is not a train derailment. This is a massive ecological problem. 
Yeah, you check into your yeah. hotel and there's a sign that says, make sure you take some of this water, that's uh, bottled water that's on the ground here, because it's not just about drinking it. Don't even brush your teeth we don't uh, know with that the tap it's safe. water. We don't know what's in it. We don't know what's not in it. And you see these families. Yesterday was a day of renewed hope, not just because Donald Trump came here, but because they realized they were all in it together. And I think people came together and started talking about the problems that they're having and felt like they weren't alone. Um, you well, know, sometimes point, in tragedy, tragedy brings people together. I mean, that's the only hope you can have for this community yeah, right now. To Karen's point, to take you inside the room to answer your question, I talked to a guy who lived right across the street here, was waiting hours for Trump in the rain. And I said, why are you happy about Trump being here? And he said, it's one simple reason. He's shining a light in a way that Biden ignored us. Trump is bringing you and other people here, and we're shining a light, and I hope we get the help. But to take you inside that room, uh, the day after, there's a lot less people on the road over yeah. here. There's a lot less media here. Trump's gone. Biden never came, right? So the question is, yeah, Trump shined the light, but he's not in office right now. He might be in two years. But the administration that's in power right now, there's a couple workers over there. Shine the light. Trump succeeded yesterday. But is there going to be any follow through from Biden? They're impotent. You know that, Steve. You talk about it every day. By the way, uh, Real America's Voice coverage has been phenomenal. You got the top producer in the country, Harry Oates, out there with you. Harry, uh, coming off the beach after a long vacation, is, <laughs> is hitting on sure. all cylinders. Yeah. Your show's been amazing. What's the social media? People push me out of the way to get a picture with Harry. They got a picture with Harry. They say, This is actually a true story, Steve. This is a no. true story. <laughs> Uh, get us on Rumble. Harry's uh, a star. We're, we're all over. So we're we're on Getter. He, he is, is a star. Our name's on, on Getter and True Social, Ed and Karen. Uh, and then I've got something on Rumble now. I want you to follow us. Because I'd see yeah. back. I'm going to have a little surprise. I have a little scoop it's for a, you next week. It's a big scoop, week. but uh, Go to Rumble. Wait. Mailman Media Delivers. That's my account. And we're going to have a video next week that you're going to love. Promise, Steve. I'll see you at CPAC. Perfect. Per Perfect. Ed and Karen, fantastic job. Great coverage. Uh, Rob and Parker Sig, incredible. Harry, incredible. Just amazing. Thank you guys very much. Great job. American Sunrise. On Appreciate it. On it. Yeah. The morning show that's out there. Thanks, guys. Let's go to, I've got, we got them stacked up like over airport. We're going to get them all. Let's go to, do we have John Fredericks? There's a hearing going on in, uh, in Pennsylvania. John, tell me about this hearing. Are we getting to the bottom of what happened here, sir? Well, you're live in the hearing now. If you can see me on camera, we're at uh, Community College of Beaver County. This is in um, Manaka, Pennsylvania, about 21 miles outside of, uh, of the border of Ohio, 22 miles from actually East Palestine. This hearing is the first really serious hearing being put on by anybody. It's led by a chairman of the Veteran Affairs and Emergency Preparedness Committee. This is a Pennsylvania Senate hearing led by Chairman Doug Mastrano. He's got a quorum here of bipartisan senators attending. There's about 300 people in the audience, Steve, some of these residents. And uh, what Mastriano said at the beginning of, of, the, of this on our, uh, on, a, on a radio show, he said, look, I'm from Missouri. If you're saying it's safe, prove it to me. I want to get the evidence. He's got a bevy of witnesses, one of them who was on our show earlier today, Sarah Kuntz, who came onto the show on camera, her face covered in welts. And she lives um, in a little town uh, just outside here of uh, Manaka, about seven miles uh, from East Palestine. And she said that uh, she can't stay in her home, that she gets up every day with her body is full of welts. She can't breathe. She can't sleep. Also, we had um, 
Doug Mastriano on and his chief of staff, Dan Cox, that ran for governor in Maryland, both of them saying they went to East Palestine two days ago. They spent about five hours there. They got in the car. They had a splitting headache. They had a migraine. Uh, Cox told me he had shortness of breath. He had pain in his lungs. And he's saying they're going around telling you it's fine. I'm here five hours and I'm about to fall over. So there's a, a litany of residents here. And what Mastriano is calling this is a little Chernobyl. And he's saying that the victims uh, that he has now in this hearing today are, uh, are have all been injured by what is going on. And it's only been a few weeks. And of course, you know, what the authorities are saying is everything is fine. But of course, nobody will come here. He also wants to get to the bottom of a very simple question, Steve, in these hearings. Who made the decision for the controlled burn? Yes. He's trying to get to the bottom of that. Yes. I'll be reporting Amen. back throughout it. We're going to pull you. Jump back in there, John. We'll get you uh, later in the hour and then in the next hour. John Fredericks live from the hearing in Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania State Senate, to get to the bottom of it. Short break. We're all the tale of two cities, the war in Ukraine and the war in East Palestine, Ohio. Next in the war room. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the, word, the letters sq.com, and download the app today totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um, we got a lot to get to. John Fredericks is going back in the hearing again, back at the top of the hour. We got a lot on Ukraine. Uh, there's so much happening in the Third World War. We're going to get to momentarily. Dave Bratt is with me. Also have some issues with the American economy. We're going to get to that. I want to bring in George uh, Negron from EnviroCleanse. Uh, George, uh, now more than ever, I, I thank you so much for pulling yourself out of your work and coming on today. But I got to have people go to your site and find out about this air purifier because, quite frankly. You're going to find out you can't trust anything the EPA can't trust, anything these guys are telling you. You know, John Stewart just won after years of, of hammering. He won this burn pit situation for the veterans, people who had been overseas. And it was years afterwards they found out what the, the issues were. That's what's going to happen in East Palestine. But now more than ever, you have to take responsibility for yourself. You can't think the government's going to help you. George, walk me through, and the reason I love you guys is that you're not just DOD approved, you're on Navy ships. 
right, which uh, I was in charge. One of my many <laughs> collateral duties was air quality, um, like it didn't have enough to do. But air quality is so important. It's you know, one of the top priorities. Um, walk us through. Walk us through EnviroCleanse. Walk us through your product and why. how do people get more information to see if they need it? Absolutely. So <clears throat> first and foremost, they can find us on ekpure.com. Use the coupon Steve. And that's going to get you the air quality monitor and a discount today as well um, for folks of the show. Uh, why do folks need us? Um, this technology itself was originally designed and used for destruction of chemical warfare agents and biologicals. So Department of Defense and foreign militaries are using it constantly to kind of eradicate chemicals as they come in high exposures and biological. Now, unfortunately, residents need this, right? So we're facing many types of chemicals, both man-made and environmental. And the technology is designed to break those down safely remediate them and protect the home. So unfortunately, those in East Palestine and over a hundred mile radius, we're hearing complaints or we're hearing stories of folks that are feeling the effects of it. And now that the cleanup starts, a lot of these things will become more unearthed, Steve, as you know. So it's a good opportunity for them to get an air purification system validated for this application. It's going to break down these chemicals made here in the U.S. and by a company that cares. So if you're going to spend any sort of money on air filtration or air purification, which you should be if you're in those areas and constantly anywhere in the world at this point in time, just check us out. You'll find the studies, the the technology reports, everything from A to Z, full transparency on how we can help. Uh, Joy, one more time. How do people, I want people to go and get all the information because these are important decisions, but right now you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be self-reliant. Where do people go to get the information about the product? Absolutely. So ekpure.com. On that page, you'll find all the information. With your purchase today, we're going to send an air quality monitor. What that's going to allow you to do is measure the air in your home, see where you stand, and see the results of the system. That way, we're totally transparent and showing you the benefits. There's plenty of technical and testing reports. And for those that take action and purchase, use the coupon code Steve, and we're happy to provide an additional discount as well. Uh, George, thank you very much. Thanks for taking time away from the day to do this. Thank you. When, when you're at the quality that you're, you're trying to purify the air of the chemical and biological attacks on Navy combatants. Let me go back to Charlie Burnham. Charlie, we're going to go back to John Fredericks at the top of the hour in this hearing in Pennsylvania. Um, it, w- what advice would you have? Because Sh- Shapiro's kind of been dancing around. At first he said he came out with a press thing. He, he, he thanked Norfolk Southern for, for doing the controlled burn. He was all happy. Then when War Room and others started putting pressure on him, all of a sudden he's down there. He said he, he's f- sending a criminal complaint to his attorney general. Walk, walk me through Shapiro's uh, involvement in this, and, and what would be your recommendation if you were testifying in front of Doug, Senator Doug Mastriani's committee today? So uh, a couple things, Stephen. I, I noticed the same thing you did, that, that the attorney general's public statements early on uh, were markedly different from um, what he said recently, most notably the criminal refor- referral. And, and he wasn't real specific about what criminal laws he has in mind, but he did say something interesting, which was that in his mind, he received false and misleading information um, from the railroad, which is uh, is a significant thing. You don't want to read too much into this, but it could be that the, the difference between um, the attorney general's statements over time is because he learned something that he thought was satisfying about the need for the controlled burn or other things, you know, a couple of weeks ago and later on received other information that changed his mind. I don't know, but that seems to be one ex- explanation for the way that's all unfolded. And of course, if it did turn out that uh, the railroad 
was misleading uh, to government officials in the initial response. Um, that uh, opens up whole new avenues um, for investigation at the state and the federal level. Um, so that's one thing. The second thing I'd be really, go ahead. Before I, no, no, go ahead. Continue on. The second thing is, and this is something you alluded to earlier, is is I would want to know if I was Senator Mestriano or the Attorney General, is was the controlled burn uh, really necessary? You know, sometimes the way this has been presented is the choices are either uh-huh. giant explosion, uh-huh. giant explosion yes. with flames, or controlled burn. And and some of the lawsuits that have been filed, some of the more thorough uh, complaints, um, suggest that there was a third perhaps more expensive possibility that would have averted either of those things. Now, obviously, this gets very technical um, very quickly, and I don't know the answer to that. But if I was Senator Mastriano or the attorney general or a resident of okay. uh, East Palestine, now, that's what I want to know. This is why Jeff Clark said I had to get you on. You've gone to the main thing. Here's the point. And, and what Shapiro said upon further review, you know, they, they, they were not part of the command. They, 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 they went rogue. They did. They went independent. It doesn't matter what Norfolk Southern put up as far as modeling, even if they did. It's the – once again, it is the federal government's response. This is not just a train derailment. This is a toxic waste site, right? That, that goes to a whole different element. It is the EPA is the on-scene commander. They are by federal statute responsible. There's a whole process this goes to. This is what you're paying $6 trillion a year for, ladies and gentlemen. This is where it kicks in. It goes to Biden. He's deputized EPA through an executive order, but the buck stops with him. And so when Josh Shapiro and DeWine start going and they're telling C- CNN, oh, you know, they misled us. Well, hey, you have to assume they're, they're just one piece of information. It could be right. It could be wrong. But that's the, the federal government and the EPA is the one that's got to look at all the alternatives and look at all the modeling and see what happens. And you've hit the main thing. Why did they even have a controlled release? Because they wanted to get the tankers off that track. You see, why did they have a controlled release? Who authorized the controlled release, quote unquote? And then, because they just put it in a ditch, that's what ran into the creek. And then an uncontrolled burn, because it's not a controlled burn. A controlled burn would be an incinerator, take it somewhere and actually control it. Who made these decisions? That's the beating heart of both the civil suits and really the criminal, uh, the the criminal endangerment. Of the citizens, not just of East Palestine, you've got a woman with welts all over in Pennsylvania. She lives on the Pennsylvania side, you know, seven miles away. But you you have the whole, you know, East Coast of the United States. Is that the beating heart of the pro- of the issue? Who had authority and responsibility? Who had who had the ability to make a decision? And how was that decision made? Charlie Burnham. I think that's absolutely the crucial question, and it's something that was striking to me is, is you know, not being a direct participant in this, but researching it as thoroughly as I could. It's not publicly been released in clear terms that I could find. I could be corrected. Who made that decision? Certain people agreed with it. Certain people were consulted, but there's not an answer to who gave the thumbs up or the thumbs down. And the question I'd be asking if I was a resident of East Palestine is, would this have been the same response if there'd been a similar environmental disaster in a wealthy city or in a different part of the country? And I, and I think that's a fair question, and I think it, it deserves to be answered. Charlie, you're, you're, you're saying that mm-hmm. if this had happened in, uh, 
in East Hamptons or South Hampton or in uh, in Homeby Hills, right, <laughs> or or somewhere like that, it might have been it might have been handled a little differently. You might have had this, and you're 100 percent correct. We have done all the research on this. Nobody is actually admitted exactly what the chain of command was. They keep saying the authorities and it was the fire chief or it was Norfolk Southern and they got to pay, but you can't find it. Uh, Charlie, do you have social media? I know, I know you're a lawyer that's now on top of this case, but do you have social media people can follow you? Uh, I'm on Twitter, um, at C. Burnham ESQ on Twitter. Okay, Charlie, uh, we're going to make you famous. We'll get, make sure you get a bunch of uh, followers today because everybody's going to want to know. This is incredibly important. I really thank you for coming on today, Charlie. We look forward to having you back on. Thanks very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks, brother. we got to get to the bottom of this. We've got to get to the bottom of this. And you're going to see all kind of spin about derailment and about this and about that and breaks and, you know, Trump and that he didn't, you know, that he didn't go to any railroad derailments. <clears throat> That's not the point. It's not the point. You had a major ecological problem here, a toxic uh, hazardous materials. And there's a procedure and a process to be handled. This is the same thing. This, this is endemic in the Biden administration. Remember the spinning around about the shooting down UFOs and all this. They, they, they want to get off the fact that uh, they knew the spy balloon left Hanan Island right off mainland China on uh, 20 January. And the CCP knows that. That's why the CCP has no respect for these people whatsoever. They understand the Calto. And Ed Henry, uh, Tony Schaefer, Colonel Tony Schaefer's uh, uh, analysis on Ed Henry and Karen Turk's show the other day about the air traffic control is absolutely correct. The KGB and these guys look at how you handle domestic problems. One thing they know right now with Biden, he has very little domestic support. He's looked at as feckless and weak. It's one of the reasons he's delayed this announcement on his presidency until, quote unquote, sometime in April. Not not coming right out of the box. I also think that's tied to the grand juries and what they're trying to cook up there. But uh, we'll get to more of that later. I want to get Dave Brett. Dave, I know you got a lot of stuff to say on China. You want to talk about debt. We want to talk about the Third World War. But I got to get your thoughts right now. Give me your thoughts on East Palestine, the forgotten man, Trump's involvement in, in the Biden regime's uh, response to this, sir. Well, I, I just want to compliment you uh, yesterday uh, on the story uh, with the uh, with the uh, Catholics going door to door, handing out cash and getting hugs. Uh, that th- th- this is the perfect uh, tale of two cities, right? These folks have been left behind. Uh, they're God fearing, hardworking people. Uh, they deserve our respect, attention, and uh, I'm going to go into the debt story. And the debt story actually uh, covers it. You just mentioned we're spending $6 trillion a year uh, for government spending to support these people, supposedly. Uh, but none of it's showing up to the people. It's all showing up in you know the uh, stock market gains for the super wealthy. And I think everybody's starting to know this now, but everybody needs to share this. And so uh, my heart goes out to the folks. And uh, I think we're going to get it right in spite of the government because the American people are just decent, good people. And uh, we know how to take care of each other. Uh, before we're going to take a break and come back, I want to get into all the debt. But but you were in the House. How quickly? I mean, McCarthy and these guys seem a little slow off the mark on some of these things. I understand they're getting all these investigations ready, but shouldn't Monday when they're back, they ought to have the they ought to have uh, the uh, CEO of Norfolk Southern. They ought to have Mike Dewine. They ought to have Josh Shapiro. They ought to have the EPA head Mike Regan, Buttigieg. Shouldn't they all be in front of a congressional hearing on Monday, sir, in the House? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just follow the golden rule. It's not even necessarily political, but can you imagine what would happen with the, you know, got a President Trump in office and a, a Republican governor in a, in a high wealth city uh, and an environmental catastrophe? I mean, you know, it, it, it kind of reflects the moral decency of our side at sometimes that we just don't politicize everything. Uh, but this thing is a disaster because human lives are at stake and human wealth and health and their welfare is at stake. So, yes, we ought to be we ought to just be flooding the zone right now on behalf of the people, not not just politics. But, yeah, the House needs to get its act together in some urgency. And uh, I'm going to say some things to get my own team. I'm going to put a little fire on them on this debt issue. Anybody that keeps voting for these continued two trillion dollar deficits. Uh, it's going to find some competition coming up, I hope. Okay, okay. We're going to take a short break. We are packed wall to wall, but we're going to get it all done. We're going to talk about the economy, capital markets, debt, the war in Ukraine. We're going to go back to the hearing in Pennsylvania. We're going to go back to East Palestine, Ohio. We got it all. It's the tale of the two cities and the beginning of the Third World War. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy. And they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers services with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. That is patriotmobile.com slash Bannon, or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code BANNON. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. The new social media taking on big tech. Protecting free speech. And canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, Getter, we're up doing it. I think we did... um... Uh, the great Royce White last night covered his. We're covering stuff all the time. Captain Bannon and uh, Grace Chung and Jane Zirkel. Um, and the whole po- so make sure you download uh, Getter. It's the easiest technology to use and the best. Um, we're on it all the time. I'm putting up stuff nonstop. Also, CPAC, cpac.org slash war room. We're, we're turning out a huge amount of uh, war room posse members going to be there. It's going to be live for four days. You're going to get to see all the big hitters. Also, you're going to be part live part of the show in the audience. That's going to be spectacular. It's what we did in Phoenix at Turning Point and what we did in Dallas at uh, CPAC um, Dallas. Uh, and the feedback we got was great. The energy, we're looking forward to seeing everybody. So make sure you're there. Also, uh, Saturday uh, at 6 p.m. in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma County GOP, I'm going to give the uh, speech or the talk 
for the uh, Lincoln-Reagan dinner. It's at the um, Cowboy uh, Hall of Fame or the the Museum of Western Heritage and, and Cowboys in Oklahoma City. Uh, we're going to get up. Uh, Grace and Mo put it out. Tickets are still available. I want to see everybody in the area that's there. Tons of grassroots folks. The precinct strategy. Get to meet everybody and hang out and uh, at this great, uh, quite frankly, a sacred place of our Western heritage and tradition of the American West. Just incredible. So honored to be out there. Uh, let's go to Dave Brat. Uh, now, Dave, here's the thing. The New York Times reported this front page. So the Times takes it importantly. The current, the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office which are not people normally have their hair on fire, said 19, on the current plan, on the current plan of the Biden regime, uh, there's a trillion, $1.4 trillion deficit this year, we called it, $2 trillion after that in perpetuity. Uh, yep. they, cu- they cut it at 10 years. In 10 years, we add $19 trillion, we're over $50 trillion, just on the balance sheet of the, of the Treasury, not even including the Federal Reserve. Yep. It's not sustainable. It's not close to being sustainable. You're spending trillions of dollars in just interest payments. The whole system will collapse if you follow this, if you follow this, and this is why the Times put it on the on the front page and they put it on the far right, the important that's the the basically the lead story, is that this is not sustainable. Now here's what's got me concerned. You got Russ vote with his balanced budget. I I I'll be honest, we're spending a ton of time as you are behind the scenes talking to people, working with people. I'm not feeling the heat, brother. <laughs> this is not right. gonna be easy. It's we're we're not we're in a situation that all the easy choices were literally decades ago when you got these wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. And by the way, Iraq just announced yesterday. Guess what? They're doing a big output deal with China and they're going to convert it all into one all into RMB, not into dollars. So our good buddies, you know, our allies, the country we freed for uh, was it seven trillion dollars and all those American lives backstabbing us right there. Um, It's all it's all coming apart. Right. We don't have anybody standing with us unless we're writing checks. Europe, they're a protector. They're a vassal state. They'll, they'll stand with you if you write a check. If you write a check, they're, they're your buddy. Don't write a check. They don't know who you are. Right. That's the way the world is. If you want a friend, get a buy a, buy a dog. OK, uh, Brad, I'm not feeling it from the Republican right that we got we got to stop this nonsense. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that we're going to be performative, sir. And we're beyond performative. Day, Brad. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Uh, your gut uh, is uh, usually right. In this case, it's uh, spot on, and uh, we're not feeling the heat. I, that's why I wanted to come on. You know, this is was a story a week ago with the CBO numbers, and uh, since then, you know, the, the the it's passed, right? And so our conservative friends out there are on every issue under the sun, and uh, that's important. But uh, I'm an economist, and uh, you know, so maybe I'm biased this way. But if you end this one. Right. This assault on the American uh, pocketbook and dinner table, uh, you'll end uh, the others. Right. You might get a, a, a judiciary that's under in, not insane. Uh, you might not be in never ending wars. You don't have never ending EPA spending, transportation spending, education spending without getting any results. And so everybody, uh, this is the issue to get with your congressman and woman. And uh, if they go along, right, uh, Steve just said that the CBO result is, uh, on net is we're going to have $2 trillion deficits uh, from here uh, ongoing. If your representative votes for that, doesn't matter what party they're in, they got to take a, uh, a permanent leave from the city, from the swamp. And so I just want to go over some of the uh, charts because uh, sometimes the messaging, right, uh, the, the current administration is saying the deficit's down well, yeah, it's down because in, in, in 20, the deficit was three, you know, three trillion dollars. 
and now it's uh, 1.4 on its way back up to two. So it's true it went down, uh, but it's very misleading. So let's just start with the first chart, uh, which just shows the uh, Trump uh, budget baseline numbers versus the Biden baseline numbers. <clears throat> and if you just would have stayed with the status quo Trump uh, budget trajectory, the orange lines, there'd be a $10 trillion difference uh, by 2033. That's the time period we're talking about, right? So when the current administration says they're cutting spending, et cetera, uh, you can you can torture the numbers all you want, uh, but this chart uh, is real. Uh, the source is CBO. Uh, Steve uh, posted this uh, the other day, and so uh, I'm borrowing it from Steve Moore. Uh, but the next chart, we'll just dig into some of the numbers uh, that'll help give you the confidence to make the argument. So right now we're at 2023, right where the dotted line uh, projected is. Right now we're at our debt is 100% of GDP, right? And Steve's pointed out uh, Rogoff and, and uh, some scholars that uh, in the past, that would have put you at Latin American debt levels uh, That's where the siren starts going off. Now, and the, none of these charts are hair on fire. This is CBO, the most boring people. The numbers are going to be way worse than this. I'm just giving you stable numbers. It's all at Brat Economics, so you can share them. But look at the far right 2053 debt. Our debt in the United States of America is going to be 200% of GDP, right? So our GDP right now is about 25 trillion. That's everything we make in a year, goods, services, everything. The debt's going to be twice that in 2053. That is unsustainable. Uh, the left is hair on fire about the, you know, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, go ahead, Steve. We're going to take a short break. It's a 90 second break. We'll come yeah. back. I think. What makes it even worse? I think that's de I don't think that's total debt. I think that's debt we hold. I that's, think that's, that's debt right. the American. That's right. I think that's debt. Yeah. Hold it. Hang on. This is even. This is the old. Okay. This is the old okie doke. This is the old okie doke. That is just debt we hold. That ain't the debt yeah. that the, the CCP and the Japanese insurance companies we had right. to sell. That's just debt we hold. That's, yeah. That shows you how bad it is. The total debt yeah. is Pack many times the economy. Okay. Short yeah. break. Short short break, short break. We got Brat. Uh, we're going to be packed in the next hour. Short break, 90 seconds, right back. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. 
A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.